Welcome to Nameless Debate Radio, where radioactivity is contagious. You can join us in broadening our minds on the Nameless Debates Discord via the link below and even feature here yourself, if you've got what it takes. Matt, I'll fucking kill your mum. That's just rude. That's just rude. Okay, I'll, I'll ex- Let the I'll games sleep. begin. I'll sleep, please. Okay, okay. Okay, so what's uh, your stance? Oh, I told you my stance. Yeah, my but goal, the, others, right? the others won't read, so... Okay, so my goal is to agree with the other person if possible, and if that's not possible, then I want to embarrass them for their dogmatism. Okay. Why do you want to embarrass them? Because dogmatism is toxic, and it's not productive. Yeah. And you think embarrassment is a good way to lead them I think embarrassment is pretty much the only way. Hmm. How's that? Well, if they're not embarrassed about what they're doing, then they're going to continue to do it, because the whole point of dogmatism is that you continue to do what you've done before. Now, I have a question. So what if you get to like a point where you both are at a junction, where you both don't know where to progress forward? I, uh, I would say that uh, embarrassment has actually has an opposite effect. Uh, if we oh, I, don't, uh, I don't accept that. that. Uh, in sync, so I would imply they um, they're gonna feel alienated and they're gonna keep to the peers, which uh, just uh, so when whenever someone believes in dogma, like they think it's a good idea. Like no one holds on to bad ideas, and People are susceptible to bad ideas, thinking they're good. So how can you how can you help someone reestablish their epistemology? Yeah, and the answer uh, by, to that by is the, embarrass by them. No, yeah. no, no, no. Uh, if they don't accept the rules of discussion, dude. <clears throat> like oh, yeah. this is something that I do all the time, and I'm telling you that if the other person is dogmatic in such a way that they don't accept what what it would take to get them to concede. <clears throat> then your only choice is to demonstrate that they're being silly and then sort of make a joke out of I it. I would disagree. I would disagree. Uh, Let's hear it. Well, if you if you go on with the embarrassment route, you're basically inciting that, you know, your ide- ideology is superior and no one no, wants No, I to- don't agree. I don't then? accept that. Uh, but that doesn't really matter in this so, case. To listen, the embarrassment is about you being stupid, not about me being right. I don't have to think that my opinion is right so to know that you yours tell is wrong. a stupid person he's stupid? But that, exactly. It's easy. You don't tell them directly. You demonstrate their stupidity to other people and let the social pressure deal with it. Isn't that toxic? Uh, no, not in my yeah, opinion. It's I less toxic than letting the dogmatic person, like, petrify. I would agree. Yeah, I would agree to that. It's less but, but like, I'm trying to help the, them. I'm trying the to help shows them. The contrary, I believe. Uh, I don't if you, Whatever. If you look at, yeah, if you look at the voting, for example, uh, in the last couple of years, uh, the political left has done nah. excessive, excessive uh, alienation and... Uh, no, nah, I don't think that's suppression the same. I don't um, think that's the same. Oh, I think that has a lot to do with it. Isn't, that's isn't why, there? That's why. That's why people, that's why people go and vote for these extremist parties. Um, that's sorry. not why. Okay, so uh, what's the best well, way to reassess? Well, hold on, hold on. I want to say a couple of things. So, so, like, first of all, isn't there a difference between like 
isn't there a difference between like putting social pressure on somebody and like doing it in an unproductive way of like, course aren't there two aren't there two distinct like things about that like so of one course. like so you have like the social pressure and then there's like ways to do social pressure and so some ways are better than others so that's the first point the second point is um the second point is directed at uh, in sync and it's a question so the question is um what if uh what if in the dialogue right what if uh you cannot figure out what what you believe at that time and neither can the other person like so what would you say that your behavioral patterns are at that point at least what you uh, should asking questions yeah but yeah. are you but embarrassing him aren't you not inclining him to not listen to you anymore no or not just... necessarily see the key is you embarrass them and then treat them fairly next time you talk to them Okay, because I'm only embarrassing you insofar as you are embarrassing yourself. If I'm talking to you, I'm reasoning with you, and you don't cooperate with me, right? and the way that you act shows me that you're committed to what you think and you're unwilling to waver, I'm justified in having a bit of a laugh at you because you are actually a bit of a joke if you <laughs> act like that. Make oh, a, yeah, sure. objection yeah. But that. it doesn't. I don't think that will help the other person. Well, anymore. here's my experience. My experience is that as long as may I make an interjection person, before you get too far off. As long as the other person sees that you are reasonable in other contexts, then it does help because they say what everyone always says is, "Okay, maybe other people are teasing me because they're all fucking dickheads, or maybe I'm doing something that deserves to be teased, and maybe I should have a look at my behavior and change it." It could be true. Um, but say if you if you continue with the ridicule and uh, but but how yeah, how how shaming. will you deal with how how will you deal with presupp presupposers like exactly the same way? That's exactly how I deal with them. Can we ban anybody who says presupposition again? <laughs> nah, dude. <laughs> no, but I do have I do have a serious interjection into that because um, like. Uh, okay, hold on. I think we're being very unfair here. There's a big difference. There's a big difference, my people, between presuppositions and presuppositional apologetics. Mm -hmm. But presuppositionalism in general. It just gives me like PTSD, and I think of Darth Dawkins. So it hurts me. I, I've I've got uploaded debates with Darth Dawkins on the server, man. I'm aware. Know. I'm aware. I'm aware. Um, but anyways, I think something that we're kind of treating like it's going to always be a reaction kind of or it's going to be an equal or opposite like, transaction. transaction i won't uh, say always but uh is the human psyche and the way it reacts to negative duckins like hates me because i threatened exactly, to like, but, ban but, him but could you could you could you elaborate on how embarrassing someone would get over their cognitive dissonance and no, no, I don't think that I don't I think, think that necessarily that it will help somebody get over their. I think he's talking to me, Benny. Yeah. Oh okay. well. Oh, is One he okay? Time. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So basically, it was a... the Terrence was, it a... was it directed at me. Yeah, it was directed at insulin. 
<laughs> just trying to um, something. Did you just call me insolent? Insulin, yeah. <laughs> insulin. <laughs> anyway, Wait, you mean um, in, in sync? Yeah, he means in sync. Um, all right. So you said like, how is the embarrassing? I feel like I just explained this. Yeah, but how would you? How would you over? You're treating. Hey, wait, Terrence. Terrence, I was trying to kind of. I was trying to trying to get at something earlier. You're kind of treating it like embarrassment is going to be the motivator to help somebody get past their dogma. Is that what I'm saying? No, no. Being embarrassed is something. It's okay because I I don't think that I'm not trying to pull you out on technicality here, and I'm. I'm not that's not what I'm trying to do, but so embarrassment might not always react as a motivator to yes, push someone past their dog. I want, might, him, I want, no, look, I want it may not motivate you positively, but it always motivates you negatively in the sense that you are repulsed. <laughs> Nobody likes to be embarrassed, nobody likes but other people to make some fun of people. Insane. Well, okay, I don't want to go to the some people argument and then pull out a but person insane, who gets inspired insane, by getting embarrassed. But the, the thing that I'm more interested in is that I think that you build like a little bit more of a, of a, what do you call it, a positive motivation in a person's mind when you have listened to their point of view. Sometimes and then you say, well, this is help. the reason why. Dude, well, yeah, Sometimes that doesn't help. I, I have a question more... talking about. Like, I'm explicitly referencing people who are dogmatic. If okay, I've told you 10 right. times and you're you've, not you've listening. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm listening. No, no, okay. not you. I'm just not trying. You. And it's an impersonal oh. you. Oh. As in, as in <laughs> well, you as in okay. the listener. If I'm talking, talking to you. someone okay. and they're not listening, right? I've told them 10 times and they haven't picked up the point. I understand. But have, uh, yeah, I have to. How would you, uh, in sync? How would you probe into their cognitive dissonance and confirmation bias with I would, this? I would use the rule of thumb that people are always using, which goes something like this: If a lot of other people tell me I'm being an idiot, I need to reflect on it. Okay, like That's most, not, but. But people have their own echo chambers now. Because no, dude, the- that's not the point. The point is, in any situation where you go, where everybody else <laughs> thinks you're being a dickhead and you think you're not, you're going to leave that situation doubting yourself. That's the goal, is for them not to everyone. doubt themselves. That's not yeah, necessarily true. That's not the case for uh, everyone. I don't- how? In what? In what? In what situations? Oh, well, in most situations, no, in most situations, pe- people uh, say with dogmatic beliefs, they tend to mm-hmm. stick with their own kind. You know? No, I know, exactly. but I'm saying like yeah. it's an intuitive thing. People understand it's intuitively. Intuitive. Listen, intuitively. Intuitive. Listen, intuitively, people do understand that if lots of other people are telling them something, they should listen more carefully. Hey, brother, uh, bringing up an example oh. here. Hold on one, hold on, just one second. Let me T-post into that. I'm going to do a T-post here. So <laughs> if somebody's inebriated, you're, you're not going to get through to them. No matter how hard you try to convince them, embarrass them, they will actually go through the embarrassment and run. If they're inebriated, for sure. Well, this is an example, right? So after the fact, when they wake up, they're like, wait, what happened? This is like, well, yeah, you argued like on presuppositionalism and you kept saying it had something to do with a goose in the sky. And it's like, oh, shit, I don't even remember that. So it's like, I don't know if in every case you're, I don't know if you're addressing <laughs> yeah, like the like, sober mind or like if you're just addressing like 
somebody who's incredibly dogmatic, but people that are dogmatic, yeah, like they said, they cling to echo chambers. They're not really that open, and they'll actually fight their point to, like, the embarrassing fiery end. I think um, the whole point of that is that, like, emphasizing the embarrassment is the only way someone like that is going to learn. And if they're inebriated, if I can tell they're inebriated, then I would probably stop the discussion. I would say, you, you don't, you, it doesn't seem like you're listening. You don't seem to be thinking clearly. Let's talk about it later. But if someone who's not inebriated sticks to their point, even beyond being de- having it demonstrated to them repeatedly that they're not doing the right thing, the only route left is to sort of mock them for being so ridiculous. Oof. Oh boy. I don't know about oh, that, man. No. What, that sounds what like a, other, that sounds what's like, the other option? Here's the question. That sounds like that sounds uh, like a very that sounds like a very gatekeeper. That sounds like a very gatekeeper. Bro, that sounds like a very gatekeeper mentality. Uh, I'm not interested in that. If reasoning with them isn't working, what other options do you have? <laughs> You Seriously, question. tell me the answer. Being civil with you them and trying them to switch no, no, the topic. I said, I said that isn't working. Wait, you what's not working? No, okay, so, so like we're talking about trying to convince them uh, that they should yeah. c- consider that they might be wrong, right? And yeah, so and switching the topic is irrelevant. Switching the topic is irrelevant. I'm trying to convince them. Right? Yeah, but the, if you can't convince them, there, there's no, no point. But they, no, I don't accept that. That's continue. pathetic. If I can't convince them, I'm not well, doing Well, if you can't accept that, job. then you're just as oh, dogmatic as the next person. I don't well, agree. Yeah. If I don't that makes you as dogmatic as the person you're referencing. I don't, I, I don't, don't agree. You're not even yeah. listening. The whole point I am, that I I'm, made was... Oh my God, I don't dude. think you are. The whole point that I made was, <laughs> if I am not convincing them, I'm not doing a good enough job because... I'm reasonable, they're reasonable, I should be able to convince them. If you're right, that is. Yes, of course, of course, but if I'm wrong, if I'm wrong, then... Or or you don't even have to be right, you have to be the better better debater. No, if I'm wrong, me doing a good enough job involves me recognizing that I'm wrong when they defeat me in the argument, because that's how it happens. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But if, if that's true, then the axioms you're claiming, right? Did uh, in sync? Do you believe mm-hmm. smart people can believe in stupid stuff? Of course. How do you how do you combat that? Like I just said, when smart people believe in stupid stuff, I use the intuitive rule of thumb, which what is... What about for yourself? How do you know all of your ideas are... Accurate? I don't. I, ju- I just check them. I'm really, really careful to make sure that I don't take it for granted that I'm right about stuff, and I check my ideas against the smartest people I know. Like, constantly. I'm constantly talking about the way that I think about the world. Oh, you mean like generally now, or on a philosophical? Well, plane I, would, I would. No, philosophically. I would. Okay. I would agree with you because that's like, I think. I think when it comes to a debate, uh, obscure neutralism is just really weird. Like you have to have a position mm-hmm. in a debate, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then that, that's that's mostly <laughs> uh, personal values and ethics, right? Yeah, but um, it's all dynamic. So in, in it's many cases, you can't you can't really disprove an ethic. You don't have to disprove it. You just have to show it to be not as effective. Oh yeah, from a certain point of view. But 
is it, is it all? No, you just have to recognize the criteria they're using to assert that it's good, and demonstrate yeah. that something else by the same criteria is better. That's what you have to do. What if there's some multivariable cr criteria in the topic? Then, maybe then you in figure. Some ways, in some ways, it's good, and uh, in some ways, it's it's not. And then yeah, you you, you make a good you argument. Might value, you might value the, the different aspects differently. Of course, but the answer yeah. is that you make a good argument. Oh yeah, um, like that—that that is what the answer is for everything, and and yes. maybe maybe you're able to make the argument for two of the aspects, but then there's three left uh, that yeah. you can't make an, a good argument of. I mean, uh, uh, can you give me an example? Because I, I don't believe that such a thing exists. A multivariable. Uh, yeah, like, but multivariable no, dude, belief. I understand what a multivariable uh, problem is. Right. What I'm saying is, any multivariable problem has a solution, even if you don't know what it is. And if you're saying you can come oh, up we, with an answer, have multiple solutions. No, no, it doesn't. That's the thing. Yeah. No, well, it okay. absolutely doesn't. So you you no. think that every? Are you saying that you believe that uh, every ethic problem or, have a solution? Yes, oh, even, in principle, every problem has to have a solution. Yes, oh, even math. What's uh, in even principle? Math. In principle, yes. Even mathematical problems yes, can, can in have infinite principle, solutions. Yes. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah. Any any problem has a solution. No, so you're saying that yes, you that can solve. True. You're saying that you can find no, a solution. No, Vanny, I didn't say that. Okay, let let me just say this: in mathematics, there are problems which can have infinite solutions. Dude, I don't think and you're understanding. Are, all right, there are well, not problems that we, can have infinite solutions. There are problems for which we are not capable of delineating the solution. They're not the same. So pi is. Oh sure, but but that's not of utility. No, but that is definitively different from what you said. Okay, sure, I accept that. Uh, but that doesn't have any utility in uh... trying to find a solution for the human yeah. psyche. Is oh yeah, exactly. No, but the point that I made is that all problems, in principle, have solutions, which is true. Even if you can't delineate the solution, many, even if you can't many verify com many common problems, many <sighs> common no, problems have Benny, solutions. Shut the fuck You're up for a second. To... Shut excuse the fuck me. Up for a second excuse me. Listen, don't. Right? No, dude, you didn't listen to me. Can I wasn't you not done talk speaking. over me when I'm trying? I to wasn't just done make speaking, mate. You started to talk. I wasn't done. All right. All right. What okay. I was saying was that every problem in principle has a solution, even if you can't figure out what it is. I'm not saying the thing that you thought I said, which is that there, you can always prove or demonstrate a solution to a problem. I didn't say that. What I said is nothing even close to that. It has right, nothing to do with subjective perception. We're, right, but we're, Could we're trying you please to... provide uh, the mathematical theory for that? The mathematical theory for what? For everything having uh, a definite... Solution. That's an inductive claim. Okay, so it's, it's not mathematically provable. It's inductive. Oh, it's not. Uh, so then, how do you know that's true? It's inductive. I don't know it's true with certainty. It's inductive. Do you know what inductive means? Uh, actually, not. Oh, okay, so induction <laughs> induction is where you make an inference to a general rule. Okay. Yeah, it's, I'm saying, like from what I've seen, it is a sound inference to say that all problems have solutions in principle, because even if humans cannot figure out what the solution is, the fact that 
we have come like the fact that every problem that we've ever like thought of um like over time even when it's appeared impossible to solve has turned out to have a solution shows me that like all problems have their solutions inside them and even if so humans can't problem, figure out how to derive the problem, them they're still we're trying there. to address if you can find the solution no that's we're not no, about no we're not though Venny. that's the thing is what i said had nothing to do with whether or not you can find we it we were talking about the human psyche and we were talking about, about <laughs> dude on, i didn't on. say anything about whether or not you could find it okay, okay. i'm sure you uh, probably wait, didn't wait, but in context wait, 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 of the context could, could we just get, get back to the to the core question here uh, that's what i'm trying in this trying to do can i interject though like insync is proposing a He's proposing a dichotomy that whenever a problem is created, a solution, a space for solution is created as well. Uh -huh. Oh yeah, that, that, that's, I, I, that's the thing. There's a space. I mean, the whole the idea of a problem. No, no, no. I'm saying like there has in to be a principle. In principle, there is a solution. Whether or not you know it has no fucking effect on that. What about if, the listen, listen, listen. If I can example? think of a problem, all right, mm -hmm. then. By the rules of the domain of the problem, it has a solution. Even if I can't figure out what it is, that doesn't make a difference. Every quadratic equation I can think of has a solution. That's that's, that's cool, but we're talking about this in context of mm. people no, listen, who have dogmas. Listen. The point is, I can come up with an, a problem that I can't solve. That doesn't mean that it doesn't have a solution. Okay, forgive me if I'm just being an idiot. Uh, I'm not seeing a principle that you're trying to outline the, here, but I'm talking what? about I'm talking about in context of the original question. Yeah, I'm talking about the dogma. distinction between subjective and objective, though, which is important. Okay, yes, and I understand, and I see your delineation between those two. I'm not, I'm not, um, uh, I don't know what you call it, but anyways, when we're talking to a human with a specific dogma, mm -hmm. when you're saying to me that uh, embarrassment is a good encourager for moving past yes. the dogma. No, no, no. Moving I, away from the dogma. Okay. Moving away from the dogma. That, that would be a better way to put it. Uh, I don't see that to always be the case. Do you, are you okay. saying that you have a specific way of kind of embarrassing or like humiliating them to make, not humiliating, no. but I'm not yeah. saying that I'm not saying embarrassing them is always going to work. I'm saying if I come across someone who is otherwise reasonable, who is stuck with a dogma, then I have found that something that does work is embarrassing them and that other things don't work. You don't find that at all a little bit kind of you know sociopathic or like just kind of <laughs> weird like I'm just asking um, that as an honest yeah, question. Look, Dude, it's, look, it's, I'm, it's I'm about assuming that it's sociopathic, assuming that he thinks his epistemology is superior, but he, if he's just trying to help out someone improve his epistemology, like improve their epistemology, then I think embarrassing them is justifiable. Well, yeah. Then in the context of yeah, if no, we're no, trying like, to help each other improve it, our but that's, that is what I'm doing. That okay. is what I'm well, doing. Well, then I, I gained new context on the, on the whole thing. I mm -hmm. just started out thinking that this was a person that was say a dogmatic christian who is ranting and raving about like oh, our gods, no, for dude. instance no, so dude. if we're if we're both talking about epistemology we're on that plane and you're yeah. trying to show me as being wrong then yeah 
Yeah, absolutely. Mm, no, I specifically, agree. like when it comes to the guy we were talking about, which is Tanzil, like on the YouTube channel, there are oh. like several uploaded debates where I have talked extensively with him about the way that he misunderstands epistemology and the issues that that causes for him. And yeah. he is dogmatic about whether or not epistemology is even important. And so it's like when you're what dogmatic about something like that, the only choice I have is to like sort of like make fun of you because you're being a bit of a joke. And until you realize that there's yeah. not a lot else I can do. There's, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think he's serious at all. I I've, I've talked to a lot of people who are quote unquote Muslim on discord. And that guy doesn't come across <laughs> as being like genuine. Could we get but, back to the, to the yeah, yeah, Angie Far, let, let me put it this way. Angie Far, Okay. Do you think what Socrates did was uh, not productive? Uh, which or what he did? He did a lot of what stuff. What he did, right? what he did. So, like, what I'm talking about is, like, he would talk to people who thought that they knew, and he would ask oh, them yeah. questions that were polite, but that, like, genuinely exposed how dumb they were, and then, without saying that they were dumb... Do. Yeah, well, but. without saying that they were dumb, he would make fun of them. And he, he did. Like, you can read The Last Days of Socrates. Yeah. He's definitely yeah. making fun of them. Yeah. He's... Yeah. What's wrong with that? Uh, I don't know. Well, is there any follow-up story on how, Socrates, how it went? In the days of but Socrates, my, my point they didn't is have really, echo chamber. My point is really... Uh, I, think, I think they did, though. Uh, yeah, but, but not, as, not as intense. My, my uh, point yeah, is they really... Would have been probably more intense because those beliefs would have been in raw form and they would have been public too. Yeah, like I would think the... that they would have been more I intense. know, but, but it would have, I think, yeah, I would withdraw my last statement, but like, they wouldn't have access to radical echo chambers, you know? Uh, I mean, radical echo chambers, those are just places where I think people... what he means, I think what he means oh. is that they wouldn't have access to spaces where um, the echo chamber format is emphasized. Um, right, because okay. like the internet has a lot of spaces where they wouldn't only, find that vacuum. Yeah, yeah, only a certain opinion is allowed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. okay but my point in uh, criticizing uh, these monster suppression techniques mm -hmm. are that, uh, that that's the thing that the political political left uh, often do. Uh, they often call out the right, uh, calling them stupid and. And then they then they, and they often say, Oh, we won't even talk to you because you are so evil and stupid. And... Yeah, but I would never say something like that. Mm, like okay. there's so a big that's distinction a between the two. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so so we just have that uh, sorted out. Uh, because the effect of that is that they have become more more and more enraged. Um, For sure. AI, like I'm yeah, yeah, I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you that certain tactics along the lines uh, of what I'm doing are like really problematic. But I'm saying like in the sense that I'm doing it, I think that it's um what would you say? Um <clears throat> what do you call a cancer that's not bad for you? Uh, Malignant. It's it, benign. It's benign. benign, yeah. If it's yeah, benign. I think I think what I'm doing is benign because I'm trying to embarrass the people who are being dogmatic for their own sake. Um, yeah, okay. It's kind okay, of yeah. like it, it is kind of like uh it's akin to like some people will go on witch hunts if they find a belief or a person spouting a belief they don't like. I'm not saying spouting in negative context, but that's the only word I can think of off the top of my head. Mm -hmm. So if they assimilate 
yeah, espousing would be better. But I think that if somebody uh, chooses to believe that what InSync is telling them is making them stupid and they feel insulted and they go get a group of their friends and they further continue the kind of uh, shouting him down, what they're doing is they're proving the kind of the primitive nature of not being able to move past like their dogma. I know this is all kind of already understood, but it is interesting how those people that have ideas that are more like primitive kind of lean towards groups to shout one person down if they don't like mm-hmm. it. So yeah. it's mob mentality, but Absolutely, I, I have a yeah. question for you guys though. Like, um, do you think wherever a person is in the left, right spectrum, they're likely to go, they're likely to transition to the radical side because of the echo chambers. Right? No, I don't think that's true. But they they ignore more information from the other side I, and receive no, more I, I think that radical, like people who become radicalized become that way because they aren't receiving balanced information or they haven't been taught how to discern the information properly. Most people who consider themselves to be reasonable individuals recognize that the radicalism isn't an appropriate stance. I think it, it mostly has to do with alienation of them. Yeah, yeah, I would agree yeah. with that. And we're it's like, really... that's... Okay, my bad. Sorry. Oh, no, it's all good. I was just going to say that's um, like the essential thing that I agree with you about in terms of the, like, um, what was it? The suppression tactics, right? Like, definitely some of them are really problematic. For instance, saying, um, you're so unreasonable that I'm not going to talk to you or I'm not going to let you talk. Both of those are really problematic, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I agree. So... Something that's interesting, though, is the polar opposite to being of the mocking nature is kind of the gaslighting technique where mm-hmm. you oh, yeah. kind of bounce between those poles and you encourage the person, but then you slip, come back to tear them down. Of course, Which yeah. Is I think it's really an interesting, like, I don't understand it. I don't understand that entire thing, but I know that I've been guilty but of that. Probably yeah, maybe once or twice. yeah. And so that's how this... It's how these certain really right wing Adam, or I'm sorry, that's how these really right wing echo chambers. It's about to say Adam often, but um, it's have like gained such a young populace. Gaslighting is, techniques would be a better way to describe it rather than embarrassing um, someone. Well, I mean, it depends though, because gaslighting suggests that you're making them think something that isn't true. Like if you're embarrassing um, someone for for right. something that they're actually doing wrong, you're not gaslighting them. Right, but it is a method that's more you have to follow. Like You do encourage them at the start. You'll do nice things for them occasionally, mm-hmm. and then you'll come back around, and then you'll say, no, that's, you know, that's stupid. You're an idiot. Da, 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 da. And you like, basically mm-hmm. degrade them, and what that does is it kind of creates um, a conflict. For Actually, I don't want to go into the details, but basically that's why the, right, the far-right extremists have gained a lot of these younger... Or I think that I postulate that's the reason why they're... Yeah, yeah, that would make sense, right? Because if you're looking for respect, then when someone gives you respect, you, like, attribute more significance to their opinion. And then when they tear you down, you think to yourself, hmm, I need need to do better so I can get that respect I love. Right. Dude, you're resetting the reward system covertly. That's fucked up. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty interesting. You're treating them like an animal. It's kind of weird. 
I mean, we are animals, but treating somebody as like a lesser, less evolved animal, I think that's... I don't know. I guess it depends. I think manipulating people is fine as long as you're upfront about it. I mean... Damn. Well, uh, is it manipulating then? It is manipulating though. Like if you manipulate an object, what you're doing is you are like uh, influencing it. That's all you're doing. That's all manipulation is. Yeah, I could see that pretty uh, much every argument here is to manipulate people in a sense. But, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, I like I would, specifically I would the way that I argue. No, specifically yeah. the way I argue is that I engineer my arguments to be such that you cannot help but agree with me because you are built in such a way that it appeals to the things about you that you can't deny. That is manipulative. And another thing that I, another thing that I think is. Important to highlight. Cultural engineer. Yeah, well, not really a cultural engineer because what he's doing is he's just using basic facts that are uh, what, from what I heard him say earlier, he's organizing facts in his mind from people who he, you know, sees as good sort, reliable sources to kind of engineer a better, truer understanding of the universe. And then he's trying to get Mm -hmm. people to see along those logical planes that those are. Those are okay. But how but... do you how do you reason with someone who says the uh, global flooding happened? Uh, uh, you mean Noah's time? Noah's flood, the biblical yeah. account? Yeah, yeah. You, okay, so you do like uh, I have to start attacking. I have to start going for the validity of the Bible if that's the way I'm going to go. I think. Correct me if I'm wrong, Insane. I, I mean, no, nah, there's an easier one. Archaeological okay. evidence suggests that the flood did not happen. You know that yeah, they have a they whole center they... dedicated to, like, counter intuitive, yeah, no. like, archaeology. I've seen a video on it. <laughs> I've been there. I've been to the Creation Museum. Dude, it's um, disgusting. It's actually yeah. kind of neat, but the thing is, like, when you <laughs> listen to. No, no, it's. You remember. No, we no, go... it is. It's neat we because go... it's like. Humans we go- can come up with some pretty amazing stories, yeah. but apart from that... Yeah, but going there, seeing their form of opinion, their stances to counterstance what scientists have claimed is very <laughs> terribly weak. It's, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of disappointed because I was expecting really good counter-arguments. Because I was like, I'm going to take this to the 80s to see what they, you know, see what they say. That's uh, every uh, a problem has one solution. What about, for example, this distribution policy? No, uh, a problem will have a domain of solution. Like no, a, no, problem. No, a problem yeah. has one collect, correct solution, and if there are multiple solutions, then there is a description of the multiplicity, which is singular. Okay, can you explain that to me? That just went over my head. Yeah. So the if there are multiple them. solutions to a problem, then uh-huh. there is like a formula which describes the scope of valid solutions. Okay. And that formula is the thing that's the correct solution. Ooh. Right? Because like, uh-huh. even if there are like, even so, if there is variance... But what about for say singularities or divergence, for example? Yeah, what about them? There's only one correct interpretation. Of a singularity, yeah, but divergence. What about divergence? Yes. Divergence, uh, it diverged to infinity. We no, are, it didn't diverge to infinity. We are talking about some deep mathematical concepts now. Yeah, Holy shit. It no, it didn't diverge to infinity. <laughs> infinity is Listen, not the correct like word. This. Or it you can, know about the convergence series? Like, oh, yeah, or converge. It's 
probably the word. Yeah, no, 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 yeah. 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 Con- converge yeah. means to come together. Yeah, exactly. So and yeah, it, it can equals to it can one approach affinity for example if you have a yes oh wow no that's different though you're saying it approach it approaches an undefined value that's not approaching infinity y- yes it yes. can no it ah. isn't it's approaching an I'm undefined value we can have a limit bigger mm. infinity yes correct infinity infinity you can't is have an infinite number value. though yeah you can't have an infinite number it's not possible no, so yeah. For example, uh, infinity plus one is still infinity. No, but if no, no, you no, no, no. You cannot set. have an infinite number. Okay, what you're talking about is an endless set. Yeah. Yeah, that's not yeah, an but... infinite number. In, in, in an endless set. What mm-hmm. is an endless set? So, can like the way that you can, yeah, the way that we conceive of infinity is like, so you get to the end of your counting and you could continue to count, right? <laughs> Okay, um, so it's like the number, the number of even numbers and the number of total uh, rational numbers are the same. Okay. No, the number like of natural numbers number. and the number of even. Yeah, numbers. natural numbers. Sorry, natural numbers and even numbers are the same. Yeah, yeah it's the same. It's the same, same cardinality. Now, some can this be does used? Not have a solution either. Some problems do not have a solution. No, no I don't accept that. There, there are, are also prob- problems. Which, there are which problems for which the achievement of a solution isn't isn't reasonable for us. That doesn't it, mean yeah. that the problem doesn't have a solution. Is it fair to say that we probably still don't understand all of the cons, the, all of the cons- like all of the conceptual uh, mechanisms of math yet? Like we're still trying yeah, to understand more and more. Yeah, that's <laughs> the same goes with physics. The same goes with um, absolutely. It's actually, I guess, probably is the answer. Everything, so the everything thing, in our perception, we don't fully understand. Probably, which, yes. I mean, saying that there isn't, like, I, I think I kind of see what NSYNC is saying, that there, you know, there might not be, in our lifetime, a way to solve that problem or a way to, you know... No, it on. may not even be possible from the perspective of subjectivity, but independently oh. of what subjects are capable of, there is a solution. There's already a solution. We just haven't found the solution yet, right? Exactly, yeah. All the math equations that we have, like, we, we didn't know it until we discovered it, but they were always yep. there before we discovered it. Exactly, that's correct. Um, and any so, math problem you can think of has the solution encoded in the problem. So uh, you can what about that, singularities? What uh, about them? Yeah. What is this? No, what about them? What's, your, what's the significance uh, of the uh, question? Uh, a singularity is a given mathematical object, which is not defined. So for no, example... Like, you can't divide by zero, for example. Yeah, that's not a singularity, dude. Well, no, that's not the same thing. Okay. Or say a singularity, you... yeah, dude. Yeah, no, no, no. Let's let's differentiate here, right? A singularity is a concept in physics, which is like you um... cannot look further than the singularity. As in, there there is a there is a value that we can't look past. Yes, yes. Oh yeah, but... it's probably true too. But they're stop. all stop, stop, stop. Okay, An undefined okay. value is not a singularity. It's not. An undefined value is not a singularity. Okay, so an undefined value is like zero, for instance. That's an undefined value. No, an undefined value is, for instance, oh, um, uh, a one singularity. 
if, uh, you, if sorry, you can. Say that again, let's say. One, on, one divide zero. One divides, okay, because you can't divide zero. So that is yes. an undefined value. Yes, that correct. Won't okay, that's why my calculator says that shit. Uh, <laughs> but it's, I mean, there if is you, a way. If you can't, if you can't take the derivative out of... No, no, you can come up with an answer that shows you why it's undefined. You can't come up with an answer. Like, we, I've seen an mm. explanation of why it's undefined. It's pretty simple. So is that a problem without okay. a solution? Or is that no. just the no, no, no. is that's that a the, value without an answer or something? No, 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 that's the limitation of subjectivity. Hum okay. Like, so it's to do with counting. We can't get the answer because of the way that like your mind works. But there is an answer nonetheless. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's kind of a uh, discontinuity. If you have a line and some point on that line is not defined. Uh, so you you think that, no, it's not. There's a difference between oh. objectively undefined and undefined by subjectivity. Okay. That's uh, so like independent yes. of subjective definition. Objectively, it is defined. You just can't articulate it. Objectively. Okay, yeah. okay so um, does that mean that good and eat, like, you know, our concepts of good and evil and how, like, we've held those things and they're highly mm -hmm. subjective from where we understand them. Does that mean there is a possibility that on a deeper level they could be objective? We just don't understand it? Sorry if that doesn't uh, make sense. Yeah, of course. Yeah, definitely. Okay, okay I was just wondering. Cause I... <laughs> that's actually the position that I hold. That is the Well, that's one of the positions that I, I came to, not by listening to Jordan Peterson, thank God, but by kind of arriving at the conclusion through... Um, thinking about it. But, yeah. yeah, of course. If you um, look at the roles that I have, you, you can see that I have moral naturalism at the bottom there. Is that... Okay, so is moral naturalism, is that... Uh, what is that opposed... What is that juxtaposed to? Um, the opposite of moral naturalism would be moral subjectivism. Okay. Or moral relativism. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. <laughs> uh so Angifa, did you Yeah. I'm still I'm still a bit lost about why exactly um embarrassing people who are being dogmatic is bad. Uh, I was mainly referring to what we straightened out earlier about Okay, so you were saying like if someone were to use suppression tactics that were like overtly negative yeah. consequential. Oh yeah, in, in politics, it's kind of has the opposite effect of what the. Well, it depends. Um, so, like, it's so not think, just that. Sorry, go can ahead. I can I clarify? Can I kind of like try and take an approach? I think in sync that will mm -hmm. help kind of uh, Angifar understand what you're trying to mm -hmm. say. Um, Angifar, I think that we probably mistake, or we might <clears> think that embarrassment in a way is kind of um, like us uh, sabotaging the situation by like tripping a person who's being really clumsy. But really this is, this is uh, in sync stepping back and saying, I'm going to let you stumble on your own, but I'm, everybody's going to see it. So it's not that in sync is oh, yeah, yeah, responsible uh, I, for the person's. Oh. Yeah. I've understood that. Uh, okay. I think uh, um, when we initiated this debate, I thought you had another position then. Yeah, the you know what? Did have. 
did you feel like in That's a way fair. that his his position was kind of one, the one where you kind of like stick your foot out a little and trip the person for them being yeah and, and then yeah. and then yeah. step on them afterwards yeah <laughs> <laughs> it does come across i think it does kind of resonate with us because we want to have empathy for a person who's showing like isn't it yeah. weird how we empathize for people who are primitive or like we have primitive tendencies i, don't I know think it's because but... we, we support the underdog because we are the underdog right yeah right yeah, and mainly it's it's better for us as well if we yeah because we are the other into the light. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Personifying every. Okay. okay so, uh, what was the point of contention then? Um. So I think we pretty much agree <laughs> by now. I swear yeah, I think... we moved on to a different point of contention. Maybe I just didn't track it properly. Um, the, the, I think the other point of contention that Angufar was trying to bring up was that he feels that there are, uh, is, correct me if I'm wrong, Angufar, there are uh, mathematical problems that don't have a solution. But that would, I think what InSync is trying to show you is that would necessarily be like saying there is a white without a black. Those things, um, those concepts can't really, you know what I mean? Like, we can't define yeah. white and black. If what about the hard of problem of consciousness? Yeah. Uh, what, what about the hard problem of consciousness, Terrence? But, okay, so you, I think that... You claim that really, there is a solution and we don't know about okay. it. Yeah, what I was really going for here is that there are mathematical problems which... May, oh, when when you calculate them mathematically, at least they can have maybe uh, two solutions. This is of course present in the matrix algebra very often, and maybe did, you, will, you can have one exact solution. And did so you on. did you hear I, what my contention? Yeah, like, I, I, with that yeah, was? I got what you're saying. Yeah, uh, okay. that uh, yeah, uh, but it's uh, it's not of any use to us really, right? You know, um, when we try to describe something, uh, I don't agree with that. Where the Knowing that there is a solution in principle is actually quite useful. But we will never know what it is, right? No, I yeah, didn't say we'll never know. I didn't say we'll never know. I said the point of admitting that you, that there is an answer is that it encourages us to look, even if it seems unlikely that we will be able to find it. Okay, yeah. yeah so, yeah. You were asking for, like, something about the hard problem of consciousness, Terence. Yes. What about it, dude? What are your opinions? My opinions? Um, well, I mean, I basically think that to be conscious, you have to be aware, and that awareness is uh, an emergent property of physical systems. So you're you're on the I think therefore I am team. Yeah, definitely, dude. Absolutely. <laughs> cool, cool. So how do you think every objective notion, like every notion of objective permanence, breaks down into a subjective framework? Not at all. The opposite is true. So you're still. Uh, so you're in the objective team. 
And that's, that's okay. Weird dichotomies, but okay. I mean, how is it not, weird? No, not your position, but the dichotomies itself. Oh, okay. Yeah, for sure. I think what I'm saying, though, is that um, I think that my phenomenological experience has to be grounded in an objective basis. Otherwise, it wouldn't be here at all. Well, what about the what about um, phenomena such as pain, as opposed to a therm like pain and heat reception as as opposed to a thermostat? Yeah, I mean that's just a different way of like sensing it, though, isn't it? Yeah, but can you uh, you think you can explain away anything and yes. have, but not have a conclusion to it? No, that's not what I said. I do have a conclusion to it. What? As uh, I told you, like consciousness is a, is an emergent property of physical systems. Like it, okay. it's a okay, consequence of the mechanics. Systems, physical systems or organic chemistry, organic chemical systems. Physical systems, organic chemical systems come out of physical systems. It's a consequence of the mechanics. Um, what uh, what's your position on predeterminism versus um spontaneous determinism combustion? is the correct position? <laughs> what I wouldn't uh, call it predeterminism. It's called determinism. Okay, so there's nothing. There is nothing what, spontaneous. So you're saying. Um, after the decision has been made, it was supposed to be like this? I'm saying that what, like, it is predeterminism in the temporal sense, but I'm saying the temporal framework isn't the appropriate one, right? Like, it's not that it's predetermined, it's that everything is always determined. It's deterministic, it's all, it all collapses to the deterministic mechanics. Can you somehow get out of causality? Uh, you yeah, mean, of course. Like Gibbs energy. Oh. Um, how do I get out of causality? Is that the question? Yeah. Um, with an a priori basis. Yeah, but that's still claiming axioms at the end of the day. Yes, but the axioms are not uh, causal. So a causal axioms. Correct. Like, fucking... like what? Sorry. Like like God creating the like that, fluctuation of the Big Bang. Like that, but better, technically. Okay. But yes, that's in the ballpark. It is similar to that, yeah. Like there are like some assumptions that I'm making that I think are necessarily true, and so they are outside of causality. Hmm. Valid to an extent. Yeah, I mean, it's valid to the extent that my reasoning holds, right? Yeah. Yeah, that would make sense. I accept that. Do you think the whole domain of knowledge is uh, encompassed in linguistics? Or do you think there are... Like, there's more to find out about the domain of knowledge beyond linguistics? 
oh, I think that the latter must be true, but that linguistics is the mode that we like articulate the knowledge using. So like there are definitely other, like knowledge is like a multifaceted phenomenon, you know what I mean? But in, in yeah. terms of like what we can say we know, it's absolutely the case that everything that we can say we know is articulated through language. Okay. How would you imagine the evolution of language? And to go further, like, how would you imagine imagine the bioengineering of another organ into the human system to communicate? Uh, the end, so the evolution of language was the first one. Yeah. Um, I think, realistically, um, that, like, it was a, a natural evolution. Like, it emerges over time. I don't know what caused the, like, actual verbal... Um, Origins of language. Structure. Yeah, well, I don't know what caused the reflection of structure to start. I, there's good... I think that the stoned ape theory is in the idea that our ancestors yeah. came across psychedelics or something like that. Yeah. That's not that out there. That's that's believable, you know? Um, yeah. But, like, when it comes to, like, actually developing the rest of it, I think as soon as you have the first piece of language, everything else follows. Um, okay. Like, as soon as you can use verbal cues to refer to objects, yeah, but, that but sophisticates when... over time. But when we're talking about the evolution of linguistics, I mean, what would happen, like, what would change, like, uh, from from the signals being small mouth noises to what? Nothing. There is no change. The change is that um, the mouth noises are used to refer to objects rather than to relate uh, states. So you're saying there's going to be a semantical semantical evolution rather than like a physical alteration? Correct. Of the yes, that's correct. Yeah, it's about reference. What what's what being about referenced? the second one? Uh, what like, was the second question you, again? Sorry. How would you imagine? Oh, the bioengineering of another organism. Okay. Yeah. No, um, another organ. Another organ another in the organ. human system. Yeah, to... in the human system used to communicate. Oh, probably it would be like some kind of telepathy, right? Yeah, but telepathy is small mouth noises right now. So how no, would you... No, no, but at the, like I'm saying, instead of that, we oh, would yeah, do yeah, telepathy yeah. like wireless transmission of ideas somehow. Yeah, but how? What would be the signal? Oh, technology probably. Like we put a chip yeah, in our head. What would be the signals? Uh, I'm confused about the question. Binary, or gigahertz. Well, the signals, yeah. signals are um, air pressure based. No, now. but I'm saying it wouldn't be air pressure based. I think it would probably be radio wave based. Electromagnetism. Uh, yeah. Or I mean, or, yeah, all waves are technically electromagnetism. Yes. Okay. So it'll have faster bandwidth of information transfer. Yes, correct. How fast? I'm not sure. <laughs> I couldn't that's really. That's what estimate. you have to imagine. That's that's why you're okay. imagining. Let's right go now. 10 G. That's my answer. <laughs> All right. Maybe it's infinite. Ah, uh, don't start the oh, infinite no, no, again. No, not <laughs> but do you think do you think infinity may be some certain value which we can't comprehend? Uh, no. 
It's not. It's okay, not that so let me it's let me like, let me try like... to give you the argument as carefully as I can. All right. So numbers, numbers is are the realm of finitude. Do you agree? Yeah. Yes. So. If you have an infinite number, then what you have just said is that you have an infinite finitude. Now, we agree that that actually doesn't make sense, right? Yes. Yeah, it's not possible to have such a thing. No. So there, that's the answer. You can't that's have that. Answer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but... So what we're usually how, referring how would... to in math when we say infinity is an endless set. Yeah, I can't, yeah, or an, it depends. Yeah, but on, one set on can be field. bigger than another set. Correct. Yeah. There, there are different levels yeah. of uncountability. Yeah, in real analysis, it's kind of an unbound, unbound limit. No, but the point is that it's unbounded only in one axis, which is why it doesn't count as infinity. Mm, yeah. Yeah, it's endless. I agree to that, but it's not boundless. What if, what if... Um... Like, not in general, do you know what I mean? Because insofar as it's still a number, it's still bounded by the rules of number. Yeah, it what is. If, what if an infinity goes both ways in the in, uh, integer line? Is, um, it bigger, is it bigger than all natural numbers which are positive? Yes. Why? Well, I mean, bigger. I'm not sure if big is the right word. It is more profoundly uncountable. Okay. Like it's deeper. That's the best w way to put it. What about infinites infinitesimal series? <laughs> yeah, what about an infinitesimal series? How is that different from... It's endless. Know, yeah. It's just, it's an endless series. It's different in that, like, that can only be one depth. There is only one depth to that in an infinite series, is what we call is it. Is the distance generally. is the distance from one to two bigger than all the natural numbers? Um, no, that's the same distance. Why? Um, because the whole point of the difference between one and two is that you have the set of natural numbers again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so if you have the set of natural numbers again, then it's exactly the same as the set of natural numbers. But that's the same isn't, distance. But but okay. okay. Like just logically, that that would have to be an equivalent distance. Understand. 